Good morning, and welcome back to Margin. This morning, we're going to talk about asking yourself these specific questions before beginning your home search. So let's jump right into it. Welcome to the Millennial Margin Podcast. I created this personal finance resource out of necessity as I've watched countless people schedule away, mortgage up, and max out their lives. Margin is simply the antithesis, providing leeway in an increasingly marginless culture. If you want to build margin into your personal finances on a daily basis, this is the podcast for you. So a home search can be a stressful process for all of us. And not only not knowing exactly what you're looking for, but also just having the confusion of the process can add tremendous stress to the whole process for each of us. So before you evaluate your specific budget, your plan to spend, or before you start saving for that down payment, and even before you get pre-qualified or begin seriously looking at uh, real estate platforms that can help you with that search, start here. So start with figuring out what it is you want out of life. Uh, I found an article that I found to be helpful by Open Door called What to Look for When Buying a House, where they outlined five key topics to cover before leaning into and stepping into that process. So the first is, what lifestyle do you want? So would you like to stay home or would you like to travel? Would you like to set up that space to be ideal, to be your sanctuary? Or is it just a crash pad per se uh, that then you travel from? Do you plan to host parties or large gatherings where you're bringing people into your home? How often will guests actually stay there? Uh, would you uh, and your spouse own one or two vehicles? Or do you plan to use public uh, transit of some kind? Uh, and then also, does one of you work from home or do both of you leave the home to work? So it's so easy to run out and buy a home because you fall in love with a specific place and not actually factor in what you actually want. So you may have uh, heard me talk about this before, but, uh, but don't want what you don't want. Don't move to the suburbs and buy a sprawling estate if the city life is the best uh, lifestyle for you and, uh, and best for what you're actually wanting out of life. Uh, don't buy a place with no parking if you and your spouse own vehicles or if you love vehicles, you love cars. Don't buy a minimalist condo in a high-rise if you have hopes of hosting and entertaining other people. Uh, figuring this out, figuring out what kind of life that you want to lead and pairing that with the space you want to live in is a step that will allow you to limit the possibilities to only those that actually fit your lifestyle. So the second is imagine your ideal yard. So they went over looking at, okay, what's the size of the yard? What's the grade? Uh, what is the shade? What is the features? You know, what's the setback of the property? All of those components of, of considering those in uh, to your purchase and making sure that you, uh, you know, if your family loves soccer, you probably don't want to buy a property on the side of a mountain. So if you don't want high maintenance landscaping, don't buy a home 
with a pond, with a pool, or maybe even with a lawn. Figure out how much you will use the yard and what aspects of the yard are most important based on the needs uh, that you have. And, and then quickly filter out those properties that don't actually fit the requirements that you have. The third aspect is what matters most in a neighborhood. Maybe it's schools, maybe it's amenities, maybe it's pet friendliness, maybe it's walkability. Again, if you are looking for a place with a dog park and the ability to walk to restaurants and shops, you will need to narrow your search based on the local amenities. You may be able to find all of this in a small town, or you may need to stick to the city based on the specific parameters that you set out. So the fourth is being realistic about home repairs. Now we talked about this in a previous episode, but this is so important. People oftentimes overlook this and don't factor in the fascia, the soffits, the gutters, roof, electrical, or here in the Southwest, you know, stucco and, you know, flat roofs, TPO roofs. Uh, But factoring in the maintenance components are especially important. So we discussed in an episode last week that oftentimes we underestimate the time that a project will take and the outlay related to capital expenditures uh, that it may require. And so we oftentimes think that um, that someone, you know, in our family and our friends can complete the project uh, instead of a licensed, bonded and insured contractor and that it will be just fine. And maybe it will, but you want to factor it in. Uh, to your expenses for that home based on having someone who is qualified to get that work done so it's done properly. So the fifth and final aspect is separating needs from wants. Consider your home's location, age, condition, size, features, and price, maybe even your commute time, and don't compromise on the core criteria that uh, that you need. So they basically outlined all of these components. They're extremely important for you to look at before making a purchase or to consider if you need to change your location, you need to sell your home and buy in a different location. So this does not mean to simply settle, but there are going to be compromises here and there. So separating out your wants from your needs will ensure that your needs are actually addressed um, so that you are compromising maybe on the areas that are seemingly least impactful to your daily life based on what you've defined those needs to be. And that will basically ensure that you don't settle for something that doesn't really match what you're looking for. So what is it that you specifically want in life and how can your home actually support that instead of choosing a home that defines it. So my call to action today is to think through these five topics and better define what it is you want out of life so that you are making decisions based on what you have outlined so that you are figuring out what your needs are and aligning that property based on those needs so that you're able to have more control over uh, over making sure that the things that you have in your life actually support your bigger vision. Thank you for your time. Enjoy your day and we'll see you back here tomorrow. If this information is helpful to you, explore the Margin Membership, where me and my team will help you take the information you're learning and apply it to your life and your finances. I've built an interactive course that allows me and my team to come alongside people like you 
to help you revamp your finances and build margin into your life. Click the link in the description below for more information. If this information is helpful to you, please do follow, visit millenniummargin.com or connect with me on Margin's social platforms.